Hey guys, welcome back to the Grant Mint Podcast, episode number 11. And in this episode, we're going to be discussing decision making and why it's important, how to become better at it, and ultimately how to implement it in your life and your career so you can live a higher quality life, be more happy, and be ultimately more successful. So the reason why decision making is so important is because every single day we're faced with daily decisions, not always the big decision like you know, move into a different city, start a relationship, start a new career, changing industries, but where we want to eat, what time should we wake up? Should we read this book? Should we hang out with these people? Should we make that call? What should we do throughout the day, right? And the reason why it's so important is every one of these small decisions that we make every single day ultimately have a ripple effect that leads to a multitude of different things that will occur and that will happen to us on a daily basis. And this is why someone who makes poor decisions consistently really essentially chases their tail for the rest of their life until obviously they fix their decisions because each decision leads to another bad result and another problem that they now have to fix. So their life can quickly turn into just someone that has to fix problems 24-7 instead of actually taking calculated steps that can put them in a better situation. Now, the first step to becoming a better decision maker is first realizing, first off, where are these decisions coming from? And the reason why I say this is whether we want to believe it or not, even if we're used to making most of our decisions, something is influencing us to do the things that we do, to say the things that we say, to take the actions that we take. This could be uh, a parent. It could be a, a you know mother or father. It could be a brother or sister. It could be an uncle and aunt. It could be a friend. It could be a, a, your boss. It could be a coworker. Heck, you could take all that away and it could be something you're watching on YouTube something you're listening to, watching, listening to. And all this different data and information and point of views and perspectives, whether they're good, bad, ugly, amazing, whatever they are, they are shaping the way that we are making decisions as a human being. Whether they're good, whether they're bad, whatever the case may be, it is shaping them. And oftentimes, many of us, when we're facing daily decisions or we are debating a big decision that we need to make for ourselves, for our family, for kids, whatever the case is. Many times what we'll do is we'll go out and we'll get advice from a few of our best friends or maybe one of your parents um, or maybe someone that you're just kind of around or maybe you'll, you'll hop on YouTube or you'll, you'll read a book or you'll do whatever the case may be. Now, this is You know, at many times, you know, getting other people's perspectives and hearing people's thoughts can 100% be extremely beneficial. And I'm not saying that we should completely stop that. But what I'm saying is wherever you're at in life, um, whether you're just the best life ever, whether you're kind of in the middle, whether you've done well, but you want to adjust and do more, or maybe you're just really stressed out, lost, and you really don't know what to do is ultimately a result of the decisions and actions that you've taken, whether they were influenced by you, from someone else, or whatever the case may be. So the first step is looking at the root cause. Not necessarily before we're looking at, let's say, the decisions that we made, but what's causing us to make them. Because here's the thing. 
if every decision that you got to make, every major decision, you go to a couple different friends or a family member, even if it's your parent, even if they love you, even if they care about you, the problem is you're living a life built off of other people's decision making, who even if they love you, they know you, they see you all the time, they don't ultimately have the instincts you do, the gut reactions that you do, and as much data as you do for your situation. The smartest person in the world does not have the information that you have to give yourself the ultimately the best life because no one knows you like you. Nobody knows your situation better than you. And when we let other people dictate our lives, what can happen is we can quickly end up on autopilot, meaning we simply live a life that others created for us. You know, I see this all the time with lots of people that I've known and, and, and heard of. And, and honestly, it just makes complete sense is, you know, let's say the, your parents thought that the only way to be successful is you had to be one of two, you know, professions like a lawyer or a doctor, whatever the case may be. And you just kind of always thought you were going to be that. And then you look back and you're like, holy cow, I've been in school eight years and now I don't even want to, I don't even want to be a doctor. I don't even want to be a lawyer. I don't want to be a vet, veterinarian or whatever the case may be. And that person goes into a career, into something that they never really loved, or they waste all this time, decades of time on something they never really even loved, but they were just doing it because it just kind of felt right at the time. And that's what someone that was quote unquote smart or thought they knew best or convinced you enough to do that action. And now you live in a city that you don't even like, you're doing something you don't really care for. And now you're like, what in the hell is going on in my life? I'm not happy at all. And the best thing I can tell you is when not in a negative or judgmental way, but when you can blame yourself for everything and know that you can hold yourself accountable and you can control your life, whether good or bad things come from it, it is one of the most freeing feelings ever because now you at least have the ability to change what is happening, good or bad. You have the opportunity. So the first step is think about this. Like if you want to pause it for, for 30 seconds or you just want to think off the top of your head right now, what has been causing me to make the decisions I make in my life? Good decisions, bad decisions, okay decisions. Has it been a person? Has it been a group of people? Has it been the news? Has it been social media? What is causing it? And if you can't figure out that, then it's hard to really change any other type of decision making and improve this and create a better result from it if you don't know what the root cause is, all right? Now, if the decisions or the life that you're currently living right now is not where you want it to be, or maybe it is a little bit, but you really want to improve in certain areas, what we need to do is we need to eliminate the advice and the counsel from these people, cold turkey. Unless they did exactly what you're trying to do. And even then I would pull back regardless. We have to become a better decision maker. And to do so, we first have to practice making decisions every single day. And it starts with every big decision that you make instead of running and getting advice from people who really don't know half as much of your situation as you could, if not a quarter of it. But 
you thinking and sitting in a room alone and going, what would happen if this happened? What would happen if that happened? And thinking every scenario and trusting your instincts and making a calculated decision and living with the consequences and adjusting to it, that is how you become a good decision maker. Great instincts and great decision making is not always something that's just gifted from God, but it's a skill that we develop over time. Because what happens is, think of your brain as a computer. When you make decisions, your brain takes all the information it's ever processed to formulate the best possible decision to create survival and give yourself the best opportunity to do what you're trying to do. So if you're getting the wrong decisions, that means the data that's entering your head to formulate and create these decisions is not the right data or it's a limited amount of data and we need more information to make a more effective and better decision for your situation. Okay, so let's let's backtrack, right? So we've identified who it was or what it was that has caused us to make these decisions. If it is not giving you the, the right result and it's causing bad decisions, we're going to remove that. And we're going to start practicing making decisions, all right? So let's go to step two, all right? Once you start practicing, okay, what I want you to do is, number one is don't overly judge yourself. Don't expect yourself to make every proper decision. Remember this just quickly. Leaders are not leaders because they make better decisions. It's because they're willing to make the decisions that other people won't do. Okay, so I'll say it one more time. Leaders are leaders because not they make better decisions, but because they're willing to make the decisions that most people won't. And so you have to be okay to mess up. You have to be okay to make the wrong decision, but you got to be willing to pull the trigger and be willing to adjust, adapt, or change the situation effectively and decisively and not be the person that waits and waits and waits and waits and waits for the perfect window and then wakes up one day and realize any opportunity to make any decision is now gone. So start making these decisions. Now, when you make these decisions, okay, like for example, I'm going to start working out more. I'm going to read this. I'm going to, you know, consider getting in this industry. I'm going to try to shift um, you know, careers or try to get promoted, or I'm going to try to connect with this person. What I want you to do is each decision that you make, whether small, medium, or large, I want you to dissect it by yourself in your brain, like sit in a room alone and just process it. I made this decision and I thought this was going to work because of this and this and this. And I was right about this, but I was wrong about that. But why did that happen? Hmm, why did that person re- uh, react the way to that situation? Was it because of this? Was it because oh, it was because of that. Oh, and I noticed that person always does that every time I do that. What if I did this instead? How would they react? Well, hmm, this person is only driven by this. So if I did that, I don't think they would do anything. I think that would work, and I think it'd be a better decision. That makes sense. Think on it for a second. Make the decision. Then all that data I just had right there, let's say if I'm, I'm making a decision where there's other people in play, I make the decision and I go, oh my God, the person did react like that. I was wrong the first time, but I was right the second time. That makes complete sense. Since that person did that or since that happened, I'm now going to do this and this and this, 
what would happen if that happened? Let's think about the potential issues or the potential good things that happen. So I, I'm, I'm kind of talking through and giving you examples, but the reason why I say this is nobody can tell the future. But if you can understand what drives individuals to do what they want to do, and you can understand that at the end of the day, people are doing things that are going to benefit them and their family, and you can make decisions and help people to achieve those things through your career, through your, your relationships, through your friendships, what's going to happen is you're probably going to end up in a little bit of a better result. But when you're dissecting these situations, each time you're gaining more information that's going to make you ultimately a better decision maker and also mostly eliminate these bad pitfall decisions where you end up an even worse problem than you were before. It eliminates those things from happening slowly and slowly and slowly and slowly over time. All right. Now, once you've learned, now you're going to start really, really creating the life you want. And the best thing I can tell you is you have to design the life and the lifestyle that you want. Because no matter how talented you are, if you just wake up and work hard, you will wake up one day when you're 80 years old and realize, holy cow, I've lived someone else's life. Because you either have a plan or you're a part of someone else's. And you have to find a way to create and design the life that you want. If you're a person that loves to travel all the time and live free but still make good money, having an office nine to five job, no matter how much money you're gonna make, is probably gonna make you miserable. But a job where you could work remote and be in sales and control your time, but if you worked really hard and you're successful at it, you can make six figures and you wanna live remote, you're probably going to be a little bit happier. Are you still going to have issues? Of course. Are you still going to have things that come up and problems? Absolutely. But then instead, you're living the blueprint that fits who you are as a person and what actually makes you happy. So you have to have intention with the decisions that you're making because they all lead to something. And these things happen quick and time flies by. And Each day you don't make a decision is slowing and preventing you from getting one to your purpose, but two, actually being able to live the life, do the things that you want to do and be able to achieve the things you want to achieve, right? So I'll tell you a story. So this is kind of of the part when, okay, so I was in New York, all right, and it was coming to the end of my football career and it was one of the most stressful times of my life and up to that point, I would felt like I was a talented person, but I just felt like, yeah, I'm sure some of you guys have felt this way too, but I just always got the short end of the stick. I almost got this, almost got that, barely got screwed over here, barely got this. And I'm like, man, am I just unlucky? Like what's happening? Is this my fault? And the more I kind of started looking at my life, the more I realized, one, how reactive I was, how little planning I did. And how much advice I took from people with, with, with respectfully just really weren't doing nothing in life that I wanted to do. They weren't multimillionaires. They weren't like pro football players. They weren't, you know what I mean, business owners. They weren't like, they were people that meant well. They were people that cared about me. But they'd either given up on their dream or they just really weren't doing anything at a high level. 
And I was listening to everything they're saying and just kind of winging everything. And then I woke up one day like, holy cow, what am I doing? I'm broke. I'm 22 years old and I'm still in college. At a junior college in New York, my football career is failing. I'm stressed and I don't know what the heck I'm going to do with my life now. I've had all these great things. Now this isn't working. And I kind of had an effort moment where I kind of just accepted where I was at and it just felt so relaxing to kind of just accept where I was and accept that football wasn't going to work and accept that what I was doing wasn't giving me the results that I wanted to do or that I needed to live the life I wanted. And what I started doing is I started saying, you know what, I'm done taking advice from people who haven't been where I want to go and I'm going to start making the decisions because I think I'm smarter than I really think I am, than people give me credit for. Maybe I just never really tested it. And what I did is I said, okay, I'm going to change the information that's going in my head and I'm going to cold turkey eliminate getting advice from those people. And I started just sitting in Barnes and Noble for two to three hours a day, just reading business books, reading psychology books, studying, taking notes. And I kid you not, within a week or two, I felt like a different person. I was more creative, I was making better decisions, and I plotted my exact process on how to get to where I wanted to go. And I had a million one hiccups along the way, but it was because of this that I started having more success. And I can think of multiple people that I love dearly that told, gave me advice that they really believed in, that I did not agree with, and I didn't do, because I built up the self-esteem and I built up the wherewithal to make difficult decisions and to trust my instincts, not someone else's, not a family member's, not a friend's, but trust my instincts and be willing to fail on my decisions so I didn't have to rely on theirs. And if I would have listened to their decision-making and their, <clears throat> their thoughts, even though they meant well, I would have been one-tenth of the person I am today. Same person, same talent, but I would have been a tenth of the person that I am today. And the reason why I was able to dig myself out of the hole and I went from sleeping on a couch being broke as hell and, and stressed out and all this kind of stuff to having like crazy, crazy success and being able to help tons of people is not because of any talent. I wish I was that talented. Man, that would make my life easier. But because I started taking control of my life, I stopped relying on other people's thoughts and perspectives, and I instead started focusing and relying on my decision-making and my instincts. Because let me tell you something. There's nothing... I, I feel like I could help some people, but this is like my advice is almost don't take advice. My, what I mean is, Man, look, nobody knows you like you. And nobody has better instincts to your situation than you. Not me, not the most successful person you know, not your mom, not your dad, not anyone. You know what you need to do to succeed. And you would be surprised how talented you really are and how unbelievably skilled you could become at not only making better decisions, being extremely successful, taking your life to a whole nother level by focusing on improving the quality of the decisions that you have to make every day. Because when those quality decisions are improved and when those decisions 
are put on a Microsoft, uh, mic- microscope and diagnosed every time they're made and improved, that's when better things start happening to your life. And what happens is it's called the compound effect. Those good decisions, just like the bad ones did before, those good decisions compound and compound and compound. And then all of a sudden you wake up one day, three, four, five, ten years later, however, however much it is, and you go, oh my God, I'm living the life I always wanted. That's all it takes. So simplify it. Take the plane off autopilot and be real with yourself. Accept where you are. Dissect what caused you to get there. Start becoming the CEO of your life and making those decisions. Dissect the decisions that you make, good and bad, and pivot and adjust them. Improve, 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 and watch what happens. Amazing things will happen. So I appreciate it, guys. Thanks for tuning in again, and I, I, I can't thank you enough for all the appreciate or all the support and love. Um, if you can, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. And also leave a review just telling us how it is and good feedback. Um, if you guys have any like personal questions or maybe other advice or anything that, that maybe I could give you my two cents on or my perspective, um, feel free to message me on social media. My at name is at Grant Mitt. But other than that, thank you guys so much for the support. Hope you guys have a great week and I will see you for episode 12. Thanks, guys.